Do you know fear? Do you know what it's like to feel your heart beating in your chest so intensely that you can't even breathe? This is a story of monsters, creatures, hideous nightmares that crawl in the night. Giant spiders? What the hell kind of bullshit is that? This is Film Sack. Oh, sure. Hello, one and all, and welcome back to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mining the very depths of film entertainment for all mankind, episode 423. Today, I'm Scott Johnson. Never know when I'm going to be somebody else. <laughs> also today, we have Brian. No one can trust, sorry, no one you can trust more than a creepy old guy who's breeding spiders all day to hang out with your kid, Dunaway. Mm, touch my hairy spider. Oh, hi. <laughs> okay. Cut. David. No, not you in the green suit holding a tennis ball and a stick pretending to be a spider. David Arquette. Yes, you. A word, please. Look, I love the energy you're bringing to the set today. It's 100% better than the wet blanket acting you were doing yesterday. Oh, you did, did you? You looked up acting tips on Yahoo last night, did you? Oh, you mean the number one search engine for 2002? Ah, well, that explains it. So you decided to go with the acting is reacting method like you've seen in the WWF which is still the WWF because it's 2002. Bravo! <laughs> now, now stop it! Bad, David! Bad! What's that? No. You're the two-legged freak, you two-legged freak. Oh, you want to get physical? All right, let's go! I'll rip that stipper's bikini area right off your adorable little face and then write a barber scene into the movie to explain his disappearance. <laughs> oh, you think I won't? I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Give me a piece of paper. All right, scene. Chris sits in the barber chair. Floyd the barber. Yeah, that's right. Floyd the barber. That's all the effort <laughs> I'm putting into this, David. And that's what really happened on the set. True story. <laughs> oh my god, that's fantastic! I, I can't wait to talk Floyd. about that. The disappearing yes. goatee, like, yeah, that thing was. All just right, hold on. Out of yeah, there, yeah. man. Wait yeah, yeah. for it. All right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also with us, Randy. Hey, you guys. Black Widow is in a movie about spiders. Jordan. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. Hi. Randy. <clears throat> All right, y'all, it's it's uh, 2.05, and I'm broadcasting live here on KRNK. Glad you're listening, because what I've got to say might save your life. You see, everything is connected. Every detail of everything you encounter is going to come back to you later. Here's some advice. You see an old woman having trouble with a matchbook? You remember, that matchbook's gonna come in mighty handy later. You see a young woman whose mother is about 10 years older than her putting on uh, one of them tasers right on the side of her boyfriend's leg and then he claims it shocked him in the balls? <laughs> That's a powerful device that you're gonna want to keep track of. But don't let them fool you. You know the difference between voltage and current. And oh, no, you, you know the true story. 
<laughs> that taser didn't do shit and everyone died. And then about five seconds later, the police show up and they probably died too. The end. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the police. The poli the popo. There you go. Uh with us finally, Brian, never bring a ski pole to a spider party ibit. Oh, that never works. Wow, Mike, you really know your spiders. You identified the jumping spiders, the orb weavers, and the tarantulas. But if you come over here, quit staring at my tooth, I'll show you some new additions that I've gotten recently. This one over here is the the Dunawakis Carolina Day. Instead of shooting his webbing out in a single stream, it just goes all over the place in different directions. But it's very effective. Next, we have the Aloha Deluximus. It's a common misconception that these can only be found in the south. They're actually found on the west coast. And what's really interesting about them is their webbing. It's like yarn, and boy, can they spin a yarn. True story. <laughs> Last up is the Frogpanticus hostimus. Is amazing weaver. Did you did you see his web? Yes. He'll he'll weave a mention of Mad Max Fury Road into every web he creates. Seriously, stop staring at my long gross nails. <laughs> so gross. Long and gross. You're not wrong about that. It's, no. a mo- it's a movie where I gave up even thinking about what might gross you out because who cares? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What like, doesn't, right? Yeah. But yeah. also, like, none of them were really that gross once you get on that baseline that the movie has, you know? Yeah, no, you're right. Uh, the movie's Eight-Legged Freaks, and it, it tries to be gross a lot, but it, the only gross scene for me was probably the spider crawling out of that dude's mouth. Cause that's just I don't care yeah, how right at the oh, beginning, yeah, right yeah. early on, yeah. early on, you, first, you first get a little spider, shot. Yeah. Well, I guess second spider because you had the the uh, last action hero dude getting his, but yeah, yeah, like I think the first big spider interaction you had is, is it was that. yeah weird, it was though, when, the, when one... the guy was when he was sucking on the tube, yeah, you know, suck on a tube, d- right. or something. What's wrong right. with you? Yeah. Who does that? Yeah, nobody should be doing that no matter what. But the fact that those were all tiny kind of baby spiders was weird because weren't they all huge at that point? Like we. I, those well, were old old school spiders, or at least they were. I mean, maybe they were bigger, but we already had I big assume, jump and leaping ones somewhere. These things weren't. That I assume grown. those were baby giant spiders. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So they're bigger than baby spiders, but not as big as adult giant sized spiders. Got it. <laughs> right. Got it. If I <laughs> follow it right. along the logic, what's great is yeah. that guy uh, in that scene, and it, it was very subtle. So you have to just kind of watch it again. But when those spiders start crawling out of his mouth. About halfway through, he glances down as if he's looking at some sort of special effect prosthetic on his face to make sure everything's okay. You know what? Right. I don't have to watch it again. No. And damn you for telling me I have to. Well, no, was, was this everyone's I, first viewing? Was... I don't remember how many of us saw this in theaters. Anybody? Or just no. In theaters. No, definitely not in theaters. Okay. Was this even I, in the theaters? I literally I think didn't it see was. this until oh, yeah. Blockbuster. It was definitely I, yeah. in theaters. Yeah. Yeah. Happened. I remember like a marquee in, in my town where I lived that had eight legged freaks on it, but ain't no way I'm going to go see that. I didn't really realize how good these movies could be until Piranha 3D. Mm. And mm-hmm. it feels like this is like the template, right? Like this is like what Piranha 3D was kind of looking at. And going, okay, so we need to have a lot more young adults and a lot more bikinis mm-hmm. and so on. You know, yeah, I'd written in my and, notes that it's like it was like proto, uh, you know, Sharknado, proto, yeah. uh, the, the piranha thing. But then I thought, wait a minute, all this stuff owes their beginnings and endings to freaking Tremors. I feel like Tremors is the proto of all mm-hmm. this stuff. So if I'm giving anybody credit, it's probably Tremors and then everything else after I'm gonna, that. Feels I'm actually like going to give, I'm going to go just a little bit further back. And I want to say that this borrowed some stuff from 
the Blob, which all of these are just mm-hmm. uh, homages to the fifties, you know, kind mm-hmm. of is giant that, is monster the blob, movies. Uh, I remember seeing 19, it. 1988. Did you see that late eighties? Oh, I did see the late eighties one. And is that one yeah, yeah. more tongue in cheek? Like, all right, we're actually going to kind of lean into the humor of this. It wasn't quite to what this movie is, but it felt it was much more comedic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, to me. Also, a black yeah. guy died first in this movie. I just want to put that out there. We haven't had. Oh uh, no, no, no! Wait, wait a minute! Guy. Spider guy died first. Yeah, yeah but, guy. oh, the guy. right, the, the bad guy from um, last, Ac- last action, action hero. hero. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. RoboCop two. Yeah. He was selling nuke in RoboCop two. Remember that? Oh right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Leon seen. didn't pass away until a little later on. You're right. And I thought he was going to make it. Was the it. second death though? It wasn't he? I mean, I think he. I think I'm pretty oh, sure he right. died. No, because he was webbed up. Oh, I thought he died. No, no, he got he got his he got his gut sucked out. But you're right. I think he oh, actually right. actually the uh, the toxic waste trope driver trope trope. I said trope instead right, of truck. Right. The <laughs> toxic waste <laughs> trope driver might have died right at the very very beginning. Yeah. We, we we're not exactly sure. Oh, what happened right, I forgot about that. Yeah, he's he, well, he he yeah. swerved to miss, but I think he kept on rolling even after he dumped off Who his load. Who swerves to miss a bunny? Those things will never mm-hmm. get hit. Mm-hmm. They are, they are so fast, mm-hmm. man. They you only can, get you hit. Can try to hit a bunny. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Oh, I'll, I'll take some pictures of our neighborhood. You got uh, the, street, uh, the roads in our little neighborhood here. Do you get now, a lot? Of, are, do you get a lot of rabbits are, there? I never those rabbits. are rabbits that die of of uh, natural causes, and then a coyote <laughs> drags it out in the road, and then the carcass just gets <laughs> just, flat. Yeah, the only coyotes just spread and misinformation. Call, is that what you're saying? Just only if you call a Ford Taurus a natural uh, <laughs> natural, natural causes. That's right. Well, I'll tell you who can't get across the road mm. is armadillos. Those guys, no oh, chance. Yeah. As soon as the road, it's like, oh, he's dead. Yeah, we don't have those up here, so I never get to see those anymore. When I was in the South, I remember seeing them all the time, but Mm -hmm. we don't get them in. Speaking of uh, of tropes, I I just want, can I jump right to the moment later in the movie when I threw popcorn at the screen? Yeah, dude. Were were you really eating popcorn while you you watched this? Jeez. Yeah, guys, it's a movie. (laughs) You 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 eat popcorn. I'm with Randy. Okay. Guys. All right. Every time. That's fine. Every time. I've gained 150 pounds (laughs) doing film sack the last 10 years. And you're telling me maybe you ought to stop the raisinettes. Yeah, that's true. I do. Yeah, I do the hundred calorie packs. Those are that's the only way I survive. Just don't do this the movie. Don't do the this dots. Movie is, yep. This movie is so riddled with tropes that it almost feels like they started with an outline. Like, let's prioritize our top 20 tropes. We want to make sure we hit. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's better than things like Piranha 3D because it has an actual story. It doesn't love its own story. It doesn't spend much time telling its own story, but it has a real story with a guy returning to the small town that he was yeah. from, and the town is dying, and uh, that's a trope, the dying town. Oh, we can yeah. talk about that. Always. Sure. Yeah. And then, yeah. But but he has he has a, a goal and a hope throughout the whole thing, and when we finally see his goal and his hope met insofar as he, di- he discovers this vein of gold in a wall – that you could just walk over to and see with your naked eyes. Mm, I, what? Right, right. How is that? I was so mad that like someone had dug a a mine shaft mm. right past the vein of gold that's exposed <laughs> that's to open. the light that right. they hung in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. I just. Yeah. I, that place is weird. I. I. Right. I. I know there. There's a lot of. Uh, uh oh. Okay, I'm glad that wasn't just me. No, this is Dunaway going. Oh, he's back. 
Don't know why you're there. Oh, start, start that sentence over. Yeah, we start lost over. Oh, yeah. I just, I just dropped. Yeah, my connection just went way down. Oh, so, yeah, there was a lot of things in this movie that made me feel like there was another story being told that was hidden because there was a lot of deception, especially on the mayor's part. And I feel like the mayor knew that gold was there somehow or another. And I think that was what mm-hmm. was going on. Uh, so. Yeah, because like you're you're kind of led to believe that the gold is right under the mall. So right, the guy who's buying everybody out and sending them away uh, knows that it's there. <laughs> but it's just dumb. Like if a child can walk into your mine and find your right. billion dollar solution, then it's right. not much of a mystery, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure that uh, the mayor killed Chris's dad uh, in in my own fanfic. That I've, that I've <laughs> and uh, he's trying to cover up. He's trying to get the whole town to move away. Yeah. So and Dougie Doug is Dougie Doug is in on it. So he's just yeah, spinning yeah. lies. That's why he's, he's all. Just, that's another story. Look at my teeth. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Well, we're setting up a nine-legged freak sequel. Is what they were trying to do. <laughs> they were, right. Yeah. They never. I mean, I guess that never happened. And yeah. I don't know how successful this was. I guess I could look it up, but uh, it didn't. I mean, it didn't like kill at the box office and it didn't die right right the reviews were kind of bad but i'm gonna i'm gonna i don't know if it's controversial or not but i'm gonna say that uh despite all of its issues of these kinds of movies i had a lot of fun with this one more than i thought i was gonna have and i know it's dumb and it's dumb on purpose but also there's a lot of dumb they didn't need to go so dumb with like spiders don't need to have comical little squeaks Uh, and sounds yes yes (gasps) Um, The, the the sound effects work in this movie was weird it sucked it sucked there was nothing wrong with them the big the sounds of them skidding around or them being scary or having right. big roars and stuff that's fine but no the, I, I even i even say no i say no to I, that no, no no spiders don't make sounds no matter how big you make them and i think right i mean for a comedic film like this i guess you do it because it it's less scary for the kids mm-hmm. but uh if they were to take out all the sound that the spiders make except mm-hmm. for they're skittering around they're they're legs hitting the ground mm-hmm. i think it would right. have been a, a really scary much scarier than the the foley artists were like so exhausted by the end of this movie they were like they <laughs> yes. were like breaking up celery it was just all through the movie when they were like wiping away spider webs it was like always like wait wait a minute wait a minute why do why do uh spider webs stay tiny when you increase a spider by a factor <laughs> of ten thousand? Yeah, that was bad. Right, right. Bad effect because they should have been big, stringy. Bad effect, indeed. Uh, it should have yeah. been, especially those orb weavers. The kind of webs they do in real life are like super spread apart, like the, the stereotypic right. web, the way you would draw it and kind of fan it out or whatever. And they and this just was like mesh and you know thick, gross, like Indiana Jones trying to get through the tomb kind of. Weird. I, lo- I love orb weavers in real life because uh, for starters, they're really common around here during the autumn. Mm-hmm. And you can see why that gets associated with like Halloween because sure. that's when they all seem to be out building nests at night, uh, and, the webs at night. And they but make I, traditional I, spider webs, those round ones. Yeah. Yeah. yeah but I, what I love about them is they have this one big stitch that goes down the middle mm-hmm. oh, and yeah. it's like way more visible than the rest of the web. And like... I was just expecting that. I don't know why I wanted this movie to be like like realistic in in ways that it had it didn't need to be like like in fact I, I'm complaining that the spider webs are too small and I don't actually want them to have been big ropes. That's that's not it's just weird to me that like the sound gets amped up 
every mm-hmm. the spider gets amped up, but their webs are these tiny little things that you can just pull off of your own right. face. Why didn't Grandma pull it off of her own face? I'm, I don't know. Yeah, right. right. Grandma cause... Gladys. Oh, don't get me started on Gladys storyline. Oh, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> always be smoking. Be like... Always be smoking. Always have your ski pole pole. Always. Right. Be I was terrible. actually fine with with her silliness. I just didn't like how they how Chris David Arquette's character at the end was like, no, you guys go ahead. I'm going to stay and look for the chance that Gladys is still alive. And then he like digs through some, she was like one of the first ones to get spooled up. And mm-hmm. he like looks through like three, three, maybe three cocoons and he finds her and then he just runs out and he tells everybody, oh yeah, I looked everywhody. Everybody was dead. Everybody yeah. was dead. <laughs> right, exactly. it, it was this Gladys. Did it he, was all good. Did he do all his looking around after he found Gladys? Right, or right. Before? That's what I'm He should have stuck around, looked a little longer to try to find that goatee that disappeared for no reason. See, that right, feels right. like something that they had to add post because um, test audiences would have said, well, right. why didn't David Arquette save anybody else? Why was he just, you know, why was he only focused? Oh, we need to add a line really quick. David, can you come in and shoot a new line about uh that you looked at all the other People bodies asking questions yeah <laughs> there were there were a lot of drop-ins in this movie like a lot of moments when the camera had gone somewhere else and they you could tell there was a new line added mm, in, right, in post right. because it sounded a little different oh, like it yeah. wasn't it didn't oh, sound quite a, the same there's a continuity scene at, at floyd the barber's that totally conf- everything in floyd the barber's place confused me during that attack because First of all, there was one person that was uh, actually a customer that was on the ceiling, but I thought it was like Floyd's friend who is living buddy, I suppose, is in the back room. And then when Floyd is trying to chicken out and run, there's the front window has been smashed by a hat rack. And, you know, there was never a hat rack shown or mentioned, but the glass was broken in the front door. And I'm like, what just happened? Mm. I, I feel totally confused right now mm. at Floyd's house. Maybe it was his fever dream I'm supposed to be understanding. But it, was, it was weird. Yeah. Maybe the whole movie is a dream after the moment that Floyd the Barber kills uh, David Arquette by accidentally right, cutting right. him. Like maybe right. as he's coming in for the swipe, right, he actually, actually killed him. My theory is that, uh, that, that Chris is actually a time traveler. Mm. I really felt like that's okay. what was going on there because he knew – he knew the name of the spider Consuela, but I don't recall any dialogue where the kid tells tells him about the spider's name. But he says very clearly at the end uh, something about Consuela. Yeah. Like, I also hate that name. I hate that name. Ugh. Consuela? Yeah. Or David Arquette. No, no, no. I hate David Arquette. <laughs> just, just Chris. Doesn't no, like just, Chris. The name, the name Consuela makes, oh, I just, I don't know what it is. It's like hearing gymnasium too many times. I hate it. I can't stand it. <laughs> oh, interesting. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's right. nothing about its origin or, or any of that. It's just something about the sound of it really. It's like chalkboard fingernails for me. Right. Consuela. What'd y'all think about Scott Tara's performance? Because they kept, they kept acting Wait, like the script. Yeah, I was just, they, who the hell's yeah, that? Mike, Mike, Mike Parker, right? That's the oh, that's the kid, kid right? Oh, yeah. The kid. So oh, he's they kept fine. acting like he was the central piece yeah. to this because even Chris kept going, "Listen to the kid, listen to the kid." I, yeah, it's I how hope. it's how you get your PG thirteen. You get the kid. It's okay. a basically well, an ET kind of thing, and you know. And in all these kind of movies, you do need the the uh, the the well, he's the Obi Wan basically, right? Because he knows all about these spiders, and mm-hmm. you can say, "Oh no, these are only." 
uh, you know, these are trap doors or these are orb weavers mm-hmm. and you got to stay away from over here. And mm-hmm. it's an which, Iraq attack, which gets, Iraq you, attack. <laughs> which gets you dangerously close to a Steven Spielberg film. And it yeah. may yeah. like that's you don't you don't want me, the audience going, oh, this actually could have been something like, no, 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 no. <laughs> but let's let's get our let's get our hopes back where they belong. Yeah, no, you're not you're, like, you're not wrong. I had that feeling a couple of times in the movie where I was like, you could, you know, you're this close to going full Spielberg. So either right. do it. Or or, yeah, or yeah. get the hell away from it like why why are you even toying with it and part of me right. thinks it was just because they were trying to maintain that rating to get a larger audience in like i would have preferred a more ser- a more self-serious r take on this thing that would have been my yeah. preference but kari but- i you know this on the service can kind of be deceptive this has had a kari were in it yeah. as well as a very fresh-faced scarlett johansson so young and they look yeah. exactly alike by the way she she totally looks like her mother a- yeah yeah, but yeah. they, but as Randy pointed out in his opening, it did not look like she could have sired uh, Scarlett Johansson. Does not right, look right. like Harry Ware is yeah. old enough to have. She was supposed to be Scarlett Johansson out right. of her loins. She was supposed to be sixteen years her senior, according to the story. Well, that means because yeah, I knew because she was a Car- Carrie Ware, or however you say her name. She was uh, yeah. thirty. Burr, burr, burr. She's fifty three now, burr. or something. So she would have been like thirty four. Right. She was born in 67 and Scarlett Johansson was 40, born uh, 34. ScarJo is Do the math because this would be fun math because I I think that she would have had to have been like 14 when she So had her. 67 and uh and 84. 17 years. Seven so perfect. Okay. Wow. They nailed the most <laughs> realistic thing about this movie is that. But the thing is All they right. don't they don't look it. Like, no, it, no, they definitely don't the, look good. Yeah. The, when when you when you see them, you're like, okay, ScarJo looks about 15, and she was something like 17. And so right. you, you're trying to make the greatest distance possible. She looks about 15, mm-hmm. and her mom looks okay. I'm gonna give her early 30s. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's just I don't know. It just doesn't work. But I love the whole trope thing where where the the big sheriff in town is actually Kari were little Kari yeah, were yeah. is the person toting the big gun that, you know like I like that that makes me smile I did too I like so, that too and I liked her dumb deputy guy I thought he was great oh Pete was oh, yeah. the to me I would have watched a spinoff series called Pete because <laughs> he was my absolute just favorite thing in this film yeah. Rick Overton was just my mm-hmm. favorite in this yeah film. he was great first, he was great when we first meet him he's just standing in a lagoon of toxic right. sludge and you're just like oh this is gonna need a whole other movie <laughs> like I a whole other movie to get us to because there's no way this movie's gonna take any time having him uh evolve although like if spiders could grow so big so fast he should have right uh, yeah. right in right theory, in and theory he was I, at least all he was getting was a little hair growth right yeah or at least right on the right that's all yeah exactly so <laughs> but can we go ahead. oh as you say can we really quickly talk about carrie were because oh, yeah. aside from sliders she was all over the 90s but what else was her thing well was we she saw her in or am she I was, she was MTV. Well, no no she was on tv a lot we uh, you guys okay. are you, so yeah. you guys are forgetting that we've seen her in a film sack movie we saw her in thinner she was in yeah. thinner mm-hmm. yeah oh she, right, was, okay. she was a uh gypsy right she was the gypsy yeah she was a gypsy yes, girl. Yes, yeah. right i'm sorry yeah. what are they called it's now still... something people what are they they don't like me gypsy. oh well they call oh, them they call them gypsies in the movie so i'm sticking with the romani people the romani people now there you mm-hmm. go. All right, just I'm throwing that out there so we can stop those emails because we'll get them no matter what. We know. So was she was yeah. she a uh, a VJ or what was she on MTV? She was just a lot of. Videos. She was co-host on Remote Control with 
wasn't is that wasn't that what she did? Didn't she do remote oh. control co-hosting? Was is that was right? Remote control? Adam Sandler and uh, no, no, no. Adam Sandler was Adam. No, Sandler Adam Sandler too? came he out. He he would come out and do bits on remote control, yeah. but he yeah. was yeah, not. He was yeah. the voice. Like he'd come out and do his little. Oh, okay. Your next question is. <laughs> but he's not the. Uh, he was like nobody then. Nobody knew who he was. It right, was pre right. pre SNL. But um, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember the host guy's got, name. He I died. Got, he died I got, early. I got. I got. You got it. Come on. I'm you're almost there. He died. He died. Ken early. Ober. Ken Ober. Ken Ober. Ken right. Ober. Yeah, Holy he crap. he he died. I don't and, know what and happened. Call it, and oh, Colin Quinn. Colin Quinn. Okay. Yeah. Colin yeah. Quinn was my favorite part. Yeah. He was he like your. He was like his buddy. Is his uh. Um, you know, uh, okay. What would you call him? Yeah. I don't think that makes her her bones. I think that's uh, that's part <laughs> of it. But, but like, what is that like, phrase you're using? What does that I mean? I don't know what you're saying. I feel like Kari were was one of those. She was like the alternative in a bunch of alternative series. So like, she was uh she was on a, a series in the '90s called Class of '96, mm. and it was it was intended that. to be like better than whatever Beverly Hills 90210 or whatever mm. but it wasn't mm. you know so they're like and she was actually uh, you know she actually had like a run uh, on Beverly Hills 90210 and mm-hmm. and this kind of thing i feel like she just like kept showing up in in other things and eventually yeah. worked her way up into some films but she never you know she was never like really famous yeah never really took off she's huge into voice acting now that's kind of her main gig yeah. Yeah. Um, she was in uh, tons of. She was Maria Hill in the Avengers Earth Mightiest Heroes TV series animated thing. She was. Um, uh, she's a voice as again Maria Hill in the Marvel Experience. Barbara Keen and Batman Gotham by Gaslight. Yep, Vixen, right. bunch of stuff like that. She's got huh. uh, lots of credits in the voice acting world, but but yeah, she started out. Um, I'm trying to see here if I can find that stuff from. Oh yeah, she was on 90210 for a while. Yeah, it just feels like somebody I've seen forever, and every mm-hmm. time I see her on mm-hmm. screen, I go, "Oh, it's her again." Okay, I know her. What do I yeah. know her from? I know her from something, and she's fine. She's good in this. She's like, fine. You know who I? You know what I loved in this? I love. Okay, so do you know who I love, but not like in this role? The, the really old guys. Oh, the mayor. Okay, the mayor. Well, that was that was okay, but Dougie Doug. Oh, I just, I felt like I felt like his Harlan character. What was it Harlan? Is that right? Uh, yes, yes, and I'm I'm sorry, but there's never a, been a human being who looks like Dougie Doug that was named Harlan. I'm sorry, That's right, right. And so I've I've enjoyed his comedy much more than other things. I felt like here they they played it a little too straight. Maybe I enjoyed the anal probe dialogue, but that was about <laughs> that, <laughs> that was, was about my, it. That was almost my intro, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was that was interesting, but I felt like they gave him just a lot of just conspiracy things to say that yeah. really weren't yeah. I mean, he's, uh, insightful or humorous. He's Woody Harrelson's character in 2012. Yeah. I mean, he's basically, right, right. he's got to be the wackadoo counterpart to the, the realism right. that's going on. Absolutely. My, my, my strongest memory of him was in cool Just, justified the first season. He played a character on him, Israel Fandy, and he was fantastic. And it just two, di- two oh, different episodes. Wow. He was great in that. And it wasn't comedic at all. It was just kind of this, drug if i remember right this drug crazed character and he was he was great um but in this he annoyed me because um he just did he just annoyed me. it was the role it was the role because i I like dougie doug so it it had to be the role can we talk about that trope though the the trope of the guy who's talking on the radio that you get to keep coming back to to sort of like reset sure so you get right you get these like you get these bridges from scene to scene and 
like that person that person's voice begins and ends like for me it it oh it always takes me to uh uh pump up the volume remember that movie uh, yeah mm-hmm. sure sure i remember the I, song I too kinda, pump up the i kind of like it i don't want it overused but i kind of like it i can watch a movie where there's some weirdo on the radio <laughs> who they keep going back to <laughs> steven wright and reservoir dogs or uh who else who else oh, does i just this? i just um, watched the fisher king and watching jeff oh Daniels. yeah uh, my, uh, my, Bridges, fa- my favorite, Bridges, favorite Bridges, thing Bridges, about I knew it. Said so as soon as I said, it, I'm like, that's not right. Uh, Northern <laughs> Exposure had that had that DJ I always loved. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's always a there's always the I, I, I don't always have a problem with it. Michael Ian Black. Yeah, <laughs> but he's yeah. Not. one of the worst examples was probably and this character is almost just like him. But when Woody Harrelson was in 2012, do you remember that? Yeah, that, that disaster. <laughs> that role was bad. That role was bad too because I love Woody Harrelson as well. Yeah, that was no and, good. Yeah. Not. It's definitely a trope and a cheat, right? Mm-hmm. Like. This it's not something that actually happens in real life, right? There's not like bunches of pirate radio stations all over the country where a small town is listening to. No, something. they're no, just. But, not, if, but if this was now, it would be a podcast. Or like basically, that's what it would be right now. Is the conspiracy? I'm not so thing. sure. I think they're just mainstream 24-hour news networks now. Is what they are because. Honestly, yeah, it, the the voice of the psycho who thinks everything's aliens is basically Alex Jones or freaking. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah. And, I, and he had he had K Fred, so I don't think he was broadcasting illegally. I think he actually had you know he had a he had everything. Well, I they have those. Um, oh, what do they call those? They're like triple uh, A network or triple A antennas or something like that. Oh, what are right, they? Right. I mean, pirate radio is probably the better term for it. But um, yeah, but do you have, do you have your show. official? Do you have your official call letters? Because don't you have to like get yes. those call line call signs yeah, everything you, you can't just register with radio. the fcc but right i'm just saying like that as a trope i i like it and yes. i and i hate it and i don't i want to see a better movie with it but i don't because i don't <laughs> i just feel like it's i just feel like it's such a crud it it, it's, a, it's a one note right yes, i mean it's just, yes. it's just one single note and you can't take it very far and also you know it, there's a the, the illegality of it is what makes it interesting so if he's doing this all legally well then it's just dumb if it's uh, right. if it's pod, even podcasting's dumb because anybody can do it. There's nothing holding anyone back from having the dumbest show on earth and putting it out for the world to hear. Like Obviously, nobody's no, nobody's gonna hunt you down. The idea is that you need to feel like you're it's in peril, you know. Like the and yeah. it's also it's a trope that carries over into apocalyptic stuff. Like um, you know the the only thing left on the air is this one sole voice on a on a channel. If you're out there, you know, just let me know. They do this in like the Fallout games and um. I can think of I can't think of any movie. Oh, um, what was the movie where the Night of the Comet? They had that radio oh, person. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. like that kind of stuff. And wasn't that yeah. guy that was Chicote from uh, Voyager? Anyway, I'm having a weird memory right. of that, but but yeah. uh, it's a it's a it's a thing people play with, and it's a way of saying there's only this is the only lifeline we have between you know this is how I can oh, communicate. Yeah. This is the last channel on Earth. Like there's that thing that it mm-hmm. provides, but in this in this particular case, it just I don't know. It just didn't. Yeah, this me. this movie this movie uses it for all for the earliest climax in the film, which is them trying to get a message out because of the trope of cutting the one phone line out of town. And I, I mean, believe me, I can talk about this movie in, in tropes only. Like every single bit <laughs> right. is ridiculous. Right. But I love that they're like trying to get a signal. They're trying to get a a message out. Uh, and of course, the the broadcast tower is on top of the mall and this kind of thing. Right. <laughs> it's like, yeah. That's great. Yeah, I did like I like I like the tropeness. Like Randy said, I I thought it was a fun trope romp. 
the whole thing is, and they're no, and they know they're doing it. So this is all very, you know, and we don't even do these very often. We kind of avoid them generally, but occasionally something will come up where it feels like it needs to be looked at with a little more scrutiny. Like we're probably done with Sharknado movies because we did one and we're done. Like we don't need to see, we know what that is, right? And they're just going to regurgitate and do it again. By the way, she was, uh, uh, what's her name? We were just talking about Carrie Ware was also in one of those. Yeah. She was in two. She was in the second one. I want to say, yeah, I think two. I think you're right. It's literally called Sharknado Two. the second one, the second one. There you go. (laughs) And, uh, you know, so we know what those are and it's more parody than anything else, but this was fun in a way because it, while it is kind of parody, sort of, it's not, it, it, how do I put this? It's not so, um, it's not like airplane, you know, the movie where it's all parody all the time. Right. It's not that, right, right, right. or it's not so self-knowing and you know, all of that. It still yeah. tries to be, you know, scary in parts and jump scary in other parts and kind of disturbing in other parts. And, and I actually think they kind of pull it off. Like it's not terrible. It's, it, there's right. a lot of problems with it. Don't get me wrong, but there are moments that are just like, oh my gosh, dude, freaking, I do not like the idea of a billion spiders getting led by a giant tarantula who's telling them right. all what to do, and then they all come flooding into the mall like that. And and I have a thing for malls and overrunning malls because of zombie movies, and I, you know, like it was some of that stuff gets to me, and I didn't expect that. I thought I would just thought, think this was all silly. And it was, you know, it's uh, and it's Tina's a little bit of an arachnophobic. Uh, I am kind of as well. And that's silly enough that stuff like that didn't trigger us like it could have. Oh, did Tina watch? Right. I was curious about that. She did. She did watch. Uh, well, she watched part of it. And then she said, how much of this is left? Because I'm tired and want to go to bed. <laughs> and so so I actually watched the, the last half hour. Uh, don't forget. Don't forget. This is only an hour and a half movie. Yeah, okay, it's short. So, yeah. It's short. We we like to have a nice short movie before a long one, which we'll get to later. But <laughs> yeah. but uh, but yeah, like Kim couldn't watch this, and I think the reason we didn't see it in theaters was for that reason. Like I don't mind I'm spiders freaking out, but they're not. And I'm not like an arachnophobe or anything. But she mm-hmm. she doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's all parody. She still can't do giant mm-hmm. walking. That's the way they walk when they swarm as a group. The yes, jumping right. ones would have put her in the freaking oh, yeah, grave, the- dude. That was yeah, a the, great scene, by the way. The the jumping spiders chasing the, the uh, jumping the motorcycles, the dirt, <laughs> the dirt bikes. Yeah. See, that was so two thousand two. We were like, uh, yeah. oh, let's put some dirt bikes right. in this film, right? And let's do let's do the Superman. Oh, he's gonna <laughs> spiders. Yeah, let's gleam the cube, man. Yeah, it's gonna be awesome. There were there were some um, effects that were like, oh, that's all right looking, and then there were some no. that were like, yeah. oh. Let, let me tell you good. what effect almost took me out of the movie, Ugh. and that was the fighting between the spider and the cat hitting the drywall. That's not how that works. But admittedly, admittedly, that <laughs> needed to be a Warner Brothers cartoon on its own. But absolutely, that yeah. was the best thing in the whole film. <laughs> <laughs> I need, I need you to understand that that was the best. I was dying. I seriously, I had to pause the movie. And come back and watch it all again, so I could see. Right. It was so freaking good. Right. I, I don't, I don't know how they did it. I don't want to know how they did it. I just know that was the best, funniest, most entertaining part of the whole movie. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Poor, poor Pete. I get when I just, it would I put just, actual wait. impressions. I just kept thinking to myself, man, your sh- drywall is bad. Like, who, right? How well, soft Pete, and Pete's obviously not. Pete's not very competent in anything he does. So I don't know how he made <laughs> like this slurry that is his drywall. But he was obviously pissed because his wife was pissed. She left him. 
by the way. Oh, that's right, because he was crying. Immediately. The cat dies in the ceiling over the fan, (laughs) and she's gone. That's it. (laughs) I've never seen anybody more, um, with a worse excuse for them crying than I'm lactose intolerant. And it's making oh, yeah, me, it was so fun. That was so fun. making that me mucusy or whatever he said. I captured mucus-y. that. But, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, Pete Rick Overton's character in this film was my favorite thing. You got yeah. me. You got me thinking about comparing this to Sharknado, and I feel like there's a really positive and a really negative comparison for Sharknado. And like the, on the positives, I wish that this had been a series of Eight Legged Freaks movies. Because the Sharknado series gives us like two films with Mark McGrath and two films with David Hasselhoff and so on. And I'm like, that would have been really interesting, right? Yeah. I, we don't need David Arquette at all. But <laughs> well, then on the other hand, like Sharknado goes way too long. Like there are literally two documentaries about Sharknado. Yeah. And it's just like that. No, it you got to stop. It, like this movie, this movie stops at one and leaves me wanting more. And that's a good thing. I think you're right. I'm going to agree with that. I don't want a bunch of sequels to this. I mean, if they decide to revive it, yeah. fine. I, I wouldn't mind seeing I, modern tech applied here because the, the physics models and some of that stuff's pretty bad. And, and you know, yeah. this is what nine years after Jurassic Park. It should have been a little better by then, and it just seemed kind of off right. and cheap. So that would be cool. Again, I'd like a hard R take on giant spiders, just because I I think that would scare the shit out of me. I would, I would love that. I would love them to bring Dougie Doug back and have him. <laughs> Just Die dump the whole radio oh. person. Yeah, just dump the whole radio personality and just be freaked out. Him and Pete, Harlan and Pete. That's what I want. Eight legged freaks, Harlan and Pete. <laughs> just Har- the this, Harlan and this, Pete show. Wow. Yeah, that that's what I want. I don't know. Me. You're describing a thing I think I don't want, but maybe rated rated R. <laughs> now, my least favorite character in the entire thing is a is a bias, and I'm going to admit it. It's that really? Gilmore Girls kid. Uh, he's from the later seasons Brett. of Gilmore Girls. He's trapped in the mind most of the movie, but he's the yeah, rapey, Brett. the rapey boyfriend. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but uh, who, who'd you hate more? Was it Wade or Brett? It sounds like you went with Brett. I went with I Brett, mean, and here's yeah. the reason: it's not yeah. because of this movie. I mean, he's kind of a dick, but it's not really because of this movie. Kind of a dick. It's he's a the huge dude, dick. The dude is running. Well, <laughs> oh no. Oh, okay. Well, he's running uh, without uh, some uh, unexpected oh. truck driver. Yeah. That. Yeah. So. all right but here's the deal here's the deal he's in gilmore girls he's in the seasons that everyone hates or that i hate which is uh rory goes off to college okay and she meets this super uber rich college boyfriend who's got more money than he'll ever know what to do with and he's constantly trying to please his dad she's basically dating like eric trump is what he reminds me of and uh he is a he is the biggest weasel cheesy little dickweed ever in that show and so i could never ever take him serious in this and the whole time he's making out with scarlett johansson i'm like dude enjoy that while you got it because you suck and you're never going to kiss anyone like that again <laughs> and when he got his his nuts shocked and he was basically oh. forcing himself on her i thought you better not have me try to or try to make me have any empathy for this kid later in the movie and they kind of did i do not i'm i am not ready to forgive the rapey kid at the end of this movie i'm not doing it yeah. I don't care how weird things got or giant spiders came or not. Like you just very very protective over Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, but you know what softened? (laughs) You know what softened the attempted rape? What the fact that it was the middle of the day. It was they were in in plain sight of all these people driving by on bikes like that. For some reason, that made it less dangerous Mm. somehow. Mm -hmm. Like 
like from the beginning me. of that scene, I'm like, oh, she's going to be fine. Yeah, I mean, I knew Everybody she'd be fine because the movie, the movie's, yeah, and the movie's never going to go that dark. But I, 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 uh, I hated him. He, he, it puts him right up there with like every blonde freaking penis from uh, every bad movie. Every character that, uh, uh, not David Spade, but who's the guy? Oh, that's a good uh, one. Well, not David Spade. No, it's the guy who was in all the John Hughes films. As the he was on Boston Public later on. Oh, oh, uh, um, Blacklist. Uh, Spader. James oh, Spader. James that's Spader. Spader. I was like, I got so hooked on David Spader. Like, how? how <laughs> that's his name, right? But I couldn't get around it. Yeah, he's he's basically the James Spader. Uh, there you go. <laughs> he is, or the Spader. or the blonde kid. I guess he's good now in um in that Blacklist. series. No, the series on YouTube, the the Karate Kid thing. What's it called? Oh yeah, Cobra, Cobra oh, Zapka, Billy Zapka. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, Cobra Kai show. But basically, series. one I of those seen the guys. New season, but yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, I still haven't seen that any character. Of it, but mm-hmm. yeah, he he's he's that guy in this. And I, I'm sorry, I just don't have any sympathy for it. Okay, I know you had to spend all night in the mine, and for a huge portion of the movie, they just forget that kid exists. It's just gone, Mm-mm. and Mm-mm. then they run into him again with Mayor Mayor McCheese with his freaking long hair. Wait, uh, and I just don't have any sympathy for him. Like. Oh, okay. You came back. Did you? Did I mean he actually ran up and hugged Scarlett Johansson when they saw him again? F off! Like you don't get to hug her, dude. <laughs> Rapey yeah. bastard. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I don't like him. Yeah. Tom. Uh, Tom Noonan, by the way, is the Spider Guy, who yeah. was from all these other things we've seen, and Welcome he to the spider is form. not. He is not in the credits. Oh. I was staring what? at the credits. Really? Yeah, yeah. I want to see his name because I was trying to remember. Yeah, Tom Noonan. Why is he and not of in course there? What was... is that about? That's weird. I don't know. I don't know. I, maybe I, he I maybe he disavows the movie. Mm. Right. Do you think I, those are his real curious. fingernails. <laughs> <laughs> I think that dude is the biggest creeper. Oh no, he's in here. He's oh, he's uncredited. You're right. They he's list him. Credited. They list him, but he's listed as uncredited. That's crazy. Huh. Yeah. He. But I. I always get the feeling with Tom Noonan. Like there's a whole there's like 500 uh, Hollywood people are sitting around right now going, who can we call that would make the perfect like molester psycho? Right? <laughs> right. And that's hey, your you guy. got one of those shirts all ripped up. Yeah, just wear that. <clears throat> yeah, he's we- he's just yeah. so weird and creepy and yeah. I can't think of here's anything. A, he isn't that. Here's another that. description for you, Scott. Literally in the 12 Monkeys TV series, his character is named Pallid Man. Pallid Man. Fantastic. Pallid Man. Yeah. Okay. He was Reverend Nathaniel Cole in Hell on Wheels, and he was creepy in that. Yep. Yeah. Uh, in Leftovers, he a, was... Can you make a film in our modern sensibilities where a kid is best friends with, like, a store owner? Is that still something that we do? It is. It is, and I feel like I've seen it recently, and it's it's all about uh, being in a city. And like I say, uh, like I was talking about the scene in the front of the truck, you, you put it in... Uh, a totally like visible place you put that relationship right so right. like the adult runs a hot dog cart during the day right. mm-hmm. and the kid and the adult like teach each other valuable life lessons or something you know what i'm saying like right uh, you, you just like as it, long as you keep it in a safe place it fits, you get to have the safe relationship mm-hmm. it fits the character it, it fits the thing that no longer exists in our society to a large part which is the apprenticeship relationship where yeah a child is an apprentice to someone who is, you know, a, a tra- you know, a, a craft or a trade. And uh, I, I just don't. How do you comfortably put that in a film now? I don't know. Well, yeah. if you again, yeah. if you if you ever set that relationship in it at night, 
then right, suddenly right. the audience is going to think about yeah, it's going to think about there's danger there, you know? Right, danger. Wow, if you go do a Google search, image search for uh, this guy Tom, Tom Noonan, Noonan. <laughs> he, everything's just weird. It's this just is 2002, all... <laughs> Scott. You should be Yahoo in that. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. No way, man. 2002 has still it's still Google. Hotbot.com. No, Hold on. Google Google was around. <laughs> it just yeah, Google was around in 2002. It was the number two browser at the time. No, it we wasn't. Into, not we no were, two. Yeah. They were number one in no, 02. I was we using were, we were since 98. Go, I'm go not saying just, everybody is. Well, Go wait. do the search. I'm do telling what, you, it was number one search? used. It was a directory. It was a directory search engine instead of uh, what Google is, which what is was the number automated one search. I Google this. Go- even Google agreed. Even Google agreed. <laughs> All right, here we go. List I'm, of end, uh, uh, top. Okay, wait. Number one in the world. Oh, this is trying to give me music shit. Why? <laughs> Google, you don't want us to see it. You don't want to see our dark secrets in the past. Mm. Mm. I'm All really right. sad. I just went to hotbot.com and it's the the guy's <laughs> blog. It's the blog from the guy who uh, started Hotbot. It's not a search engine anymore. Oh, oh, really? It's, it's a funny blog? that he's holding on to it though. Like that's impressive. Like yeah, <laughs> it's almost like ah, I just can't. It's it's hoarding. It's it's site hoarding. <laughs> oh yeah, look at that privacy tip of the week: how to make your smart home privacy friendly. It's like a you're totally right. It's a blog. Yeah, crazy. I used to. It was my it was my search engine during the first couple of years of Google because I just didn't believe in Google like it just didn't seem like it was gonna last. Whereas right. for some reason, Hotbot did. Uh, right. Well. It, it, it was two thousand four. It looks like when uh, I put a link in by the show notes. By the way, it looks like it was on two thousand four when Google kind of finally overrode and uh, took over. That's crazy like, to me. I would have thought they, I knew they hit, I mean, they, for me, they hit it big in 98. I never looked back, but I'm shocked right, to hear right. it wasn't until... That then. was my, I, I flipped back and forth because, because it was a time when Yahoo was a curated search engine really maintained right. by humans for the most part. Right, and Alta uh, Vista and, was the sort of like wide open space, but right. they just couldn't keep up. They, no. they couldn't figure out the tech. To, Do you guys remember, you remember Lycos? Remember that? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I went there just now. I went there just now, and it says, um, uh, "I get a warning." That says this website is not secure. So I have a feeling this fell into nefarious hands and is now not really a search engine. But Alta Vista, well, this is a fun site. Well, Alta Vista was bought by Yahoo. Oh, is that? Yeah. Is it yeah. even? Can I even go to it? Let's see. Yeah, I'm sure you can. Probably, I'm just probably redirected to AOL or something. Yeah, your connection is oh. Attackers, am I spelling it wrong? ALT. Everywhere Scott goes is a warning. Scott is right. now apparently. In- <laughs> you cannot visit the past Weird. unless you go to archive.org and look up Alta Vista. That's the way I do it. Alta Vista. Yeah, I do that a lot, but I'm just weird because the. Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, it just takes you to Yahoo. You're right. Yeah, they yeah, bought them. Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. That's too bad. Anyway, whatever. Oh, okay. If you go to altavista.com, it says it's not secure and says that attackers on this URL have known to steal personal information, passwords, messages, and credit cards. Please leave if you are afraid of all this. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> uh, anyway, back to spiders. They're huge, and that's a fun thing. All right, let's see. Um, I found it a little exhausting toward the end because at the end, I'm like, all right, yeah, we get it. There's lots of big spiders and shit. We got it. Uh, it's starting. Yeah, it's starting to wear a little thin, the, you know. The thing is, the spiders outnumber the people by such a a great degree that mm-hmm. it shouldn't have mattered. Nothing should have mattered. Mm. Like when you see that Zerg rush on the mall, yeah. By by the spiders, you realize, oh, so 
how many people do we have left at this point? A dozen? Let's say 15. Yeah. We have 15 people. We have 10,000 spiders. It doesn't matter if you blow up a mine. You're only going to get a tenth of them. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yep. No, they were never going to get them all. Also, that mall, that mall was dumb. For a city that's dying or for a town that's dying and stuff. It was actually like, filmed really? in an abandoned in an abandoned mall that was to be demolished. Uh, oh, I love stuff like that. Yeah. And you yeah. know what? That's the other weird thing about this movie. Re- in the daytime, amazing cinematography. What a beautiful place they were mm. shooting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to live there. Like, it's like an you oasis can. in the de- in the freaking that desert there. It was beautiful. I'd live there. What was it called? Uh, pe- that was Arizona. No, no, but what was the name of the town they had? Oh, it was perf- Prosperity. It Prosperity. Prosperity was the fake yeah. town. Right. They they filmed outside of like Glendale and Page and uh there there's a there's a filming location in Superior, Arizona. I yeah. love that name. Most people are real uppity there. Paul used to live, right? No, the- she lived in Surprise is what it was. Surprise. Yeah. All right. Surprise. Superior. We name our places weird. <laughs> yeah. Surprise. Arizona. But it is, it is that, uh, that mesas and, you know, uh, desert stuff that I know, uh, I know you really gravitate to Scott. It's- I really do. I could live in all of that, especially the way they have the rivers there and this, and, the, and there's enough green that, you know, you're not living in desert, desert. It's not like Scott dunes or something. Oh, I love what, that. what's, what spider is it that, uh, hides under the rock? What spider is trap that? Door spider. Trap door. Trap door. Trap door. Spider. So there was only, I only saw one instance of the trap door spider, and I was severely disappointed that it wasn't used more. Because well, they had more than that. They but, killed, but they killed I'm all sorry. the ostriches and stuff, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, Pop Goes the Ostrich was hysterical. <laughs> I enjoyed that scene very much. Yeah. I, loved, I really wanted to see like footage of the guy with the ostrich head puppet who's just out of frame, but his yeah, arm is straight yeah. up. He goes, Wah! and then pulls the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are. I assume those are puppets, right? They have to be. They had to be. Yeah, yeah they're really funny. I made so a GIF fun. of one because I could use it for something. I don't know what. But yeah, watching those things jump out and get stuff Man. was kind of cool. I thought that guy was dead that night because he's walking around these yeah. trapdoors. And then, like, it would have been nice. Like if Randy they were talked later. about at the beginning of the show. Man, when they when they stuck when they they put something in the film, they stuck with it. I mean, it's like okay, we 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 did ostriches for a while. And that was just all through the movie. Yeah. I mean, burger ostriches. I mean, it was just they didn't let up on that kind of stuff. Why weren't the why weren't the radioactive crickets giant? Why were they still tiny? What was the problem there? That doesn't make sense. They're just they're just a filter. They're just a filter, Scott. I don't get it. They're just you know, they're just carriers yeah, some, of the giant gene yeah, or something. Some, somehow, yeah, insects are different than arachnids. Somehow. Mm. Mm. Oh, by the way, the movie was originally supposed to be called. We make fun of that they, line, but that Iraq attack was the name of the film. Yeah, and right. it changed because now, Dr. David Arquette improvised the phrase eight-legged freaks and they decided to make that the title because um it's a good title. It's a good title. It's a really good title. But in ter- in in the European markets it was still called a rack attack. So, that's crazy. Yeah. 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 Oh, back back to your cricket question. It 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 absolutely things were growing slowly over time. Uh because the crickets were larger, he said. Tom Noonan's character said that the crickets were larger but only uh, just by a little bit, I guess. <coughs> well, because overnight, literally overnight, I'm sorry, not even overnight, like within minutes. It, it, it was, it was what, 10 days increments it did or was it? Yeah. Well, I don't know what like that 10. was. Oh yeah. Cause it says uh, yet another week later or whatever that yeah, subtitle right, right. said. But when that, the scariest scene in the movie, honestly, the most viscerally scary scene for me was him getting bit and then pounding around his, his spider lair and all of those things crashing and breaking open oh. and little spiders running everywhere. That's <laughs> what gets me. Yeah. It was almost a, uh, 
uh police squad oj simpson montage where like oj falls and crashes into china shop (laughs) right yes that that actually gave me more of the willies than anything else because just the idea of all those spiders running around i know i've talked about this on film sack before but there will never be a more germane time for it and that is i grew up in south texas there were tarantulas tarantulas Mm -hmm. are just a thing in that part of the world uh, in my childhood, they became more prevalent. Like from and when I was an early child, there weren't as many. And then later, in, you know, two, two decades along, there were a lot more. I'm not sure what that's about. But uh, there are, uh, you know, tar- tarantulas are just common where I grew up. And I, I want you to know it was very common in my childhood to come walking up to someone out on the street and they had a tarantula in, on their back. Because those damn things would drop down and you just couldn't feel them. They weigh nothing. And like I, I have seen it so many times where someone's got a tarantula on that, them. That, sir, is nightmare fuel. Thank you for that. <laughs> and yeah, someone those... else comes along and just swipes it off. You just knock it off. It's mm-hmm. not a big deal. They don't hurt. They're not dangerous, you know? No, Favorite they're... scene in, uh, in Raiders of the Lost Ark when uh, yeah. Alfred Molina turns around and he's just covered with. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, and he just he wipes Indiana them off. Jones with the... He's got one and then. Full whip. Mm-hmm. Then Indiana Jones tells him to turn around, and he's just covered with them. You could have a tarantula on your back right now, Brian. Yeah. No. I could. No. Totally could. I no. Could. See, that, that's the kind of spider that freaks me out. Is Those the are the most harmless tree. to people, though, I right? Like, cause they're... Tell that to my nervous system. You can just hold them. Different. You can hold them. They can crawl on you. People love them, yeah. but I can't do that. I'm not doing that. Their fangs are so small that they, you know, they can't really penetrate. Right. all your your uh, Some, layers of skin to, something in, something the genetics of 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 how i was you know became brian says no spider yeah. <laughs> part of your origin story yeah. well, you're right. being you're being assembled hey here's the funny thing yes. when i was uh, a kid i probably told the story before on some other show but i'll tell it again when i was a kid i used to collect all kinds of animals and at one point i had a tarantula i had a, a toad a big, great big toad and i had a um praying mantis and i thought it would be interesting to see if i put them all in the same cage if they would get along <laughs> or who would win like who would stand triumphant at the end of all of this right. it wasn't even a big nice. none of them uh, the spider was huge the toad is huge but the praying mantis was kind of small and spindly i thought he was going to be dead in the first day or whatever i did all this and came back later and the toad's dead in the corner laying on his back the uh, uh spider is on its back staring at the ceiling uh oh. And the uh, and the what's this called over is in the corner with praying mantis licking his chops and licking his arms and just right. doing great. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure this is how uh, serial killer, you know, that's how that happens, right? Yeah, yeah. Serial out. killers yeah. start yes. by pitting their their insects against each other. You know, it's basically Scott as Thunderdome going. Yep. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Welcome yeah. to Thunderdome. And basically, at the end of it all, I just learned that the worst insect ever is a praying mantis, <laughs> and everyone should avoid them forever. And if you want to make a really scary movie, make those big because we're all right, dead. Right. I, I think there is a movie about there, isn't there? There probably there is. is. They're horrible. There's gotta be horrifying did, did you pick creatures. Up, did you pick up the losers and and look at them and say, You disappoint me? And then just No, them out? no. I felt bad because I was my intent wasn't to hurt them. I just thought in fact I I did I, I just I, wanted to see a good fight. I just I, just, I suspected <laughs> I really honestly thought that they would just kind of keep to themselves and then do their own thing. And right. and it, and they, and the two and the toad and the spider did. It was the so shitbag freaking <laughs> praying mantis. Who, you, 
You didn't have a betta fish to put in there too? No, I didn't have one. Oh <laughs> Just a God. little tiny uh, ashtray thrown around. No. It's, it's interesting, Scott, that this all happened before the internet because nowadays a kid would just look it up and they would yeah. find images what, of what praying mantises happen? killing mm-hmm. hummingbirds. Yeah. Like that's a really common thing on the internet is that praying mantises can kill hummingbirds. I didn't know that. And oh, like you go, oh, wow. Okay. So that's a that insect punches above its weight division. You know? mm-hmm. I've never mm-hmm. heard of that. Hummingbirds? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, I was way more into I was raising gerbils because I sold them. It was like a side job of mine. So, I don't I let's stop this story. I, but Scott would have a little I, kid come over and he'd say, Look at this one, Mikey. Look at this yeah, gerbil. No, it He's wasn't quite special. like that. It wasn't quite like that. But like I would go out, I was like, I don't know, twelve, and I would I would go out and sell gerbils. I'd put them in a cage after they'd grown. Right. I'd have a, a couple yeah. of breed breeding parents and I'd end up with like, I don't know, twenty gerbils. Meanwhile, down at the gerbil farm. And then we'd go and I'd sell them for like three bucks a piece. It was actually an okay job. It was better than mowing lawns, I guess. But Wait, is is there good profit in that? Yeah, I did all right. Yeah, because well, once you buy you buy your own gerbils for like, I don't know, six fifty or something each at the pet store. You take them home. They mate. Right. Uh, they, have a, they have a little brood of uh, little babies. They grow up and then you sell them for three bucks a pop. Yeah, you've already, you know, sell two just, of them. You've made up your money from the cost and now you just all profit from there. I just want to debate you on one point. There was nothing better than mowing lawns. I bought a car on lawn lawn mowing money. Yeah, mowing uh, lawns yeah. was gross. And, I still don't get it. I don't understand how everybody in the neighborhood was paying me so much money. It was it's yeah. nuts. Like why why would you forty dollars for a yard? Yeah, and I was it was a good workout. I was in the best shape of my life. Like what what in the world are you thinking? Like I would have done it for like five, mm. but they didn't know that. And yeah. and they would just uh, I'd take their first offer. Let's go. Yeah. What they would what you didn't know is they would have paid you sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you would have done. I mean, look, it's not that it wasn't lucrative to mow lawns versus this. It was that that seemed really sweaty and hard, <laughs> and this was easy because I right. had to do right. it. You let, you let the gerbils do all the work. Yeah. You do it. Yeah. I like everything less sweaty and less hard. Now I, I gotta know. Were you like a micromanager? Were you in there like you know? encouraging yeah. all right we got a breed you boys get this going no but i so i have told this story in tms but i'll, I'll re- relay it here when i was at the height of my gerbil uh farming i um i had these i had a whole bunch of gerbils little mid-range baby gerbils that are all starting to see and have hair and stuff getting ready to sell them uh they, would, they were probably three weeks away from from sell status and um, we were redoing the basement. So my dad had just finished putting in new drywall in the basement, speaking of drywall. And right over where the cage was, it was a aquarium with a graded uh, top. So it had air would come through this graded top. And uh, my dad and I don't know who all were down there sanding. Uh, or they, were, they had put up caulking. And then they mm-hmm. sanded the caulking, which is what you do. Caulking, rather. Caulk. 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 Anyway, we didn't think much of it. And we didn't cover the cage because... You know, they didn't think about it. They just didn't. We leave. We come back. Respiratory failure. We come back that night and I look in the cages just to check on my boys. You know what's going on in there. There's I can't see anything. I'm like, where are all the freaking gerbils? Did they get out? Like, what's going on? And I get a closer look and I start to notice little limbs and legs and tails and stuff just laying everywhere like a massacre. And in the corner is one of the father gerbils. He's like one of the only ones left, and he's sitting. I ate him. He's sitting in what, the corner what? like Jabba the Hutt, and he and he had he had done that. He had he had gone crazy. I told you I'd do it. And ate. I think they ate each other, and then he he was just the last one standing. But they all went nuts on that powder. 
and uh, right. ended up eating each other. So this this giant freaking, fire prophet. No! <laughs> it was a total cannibal. He's in the corner just going bring me a bucket, you know, looking like freaking what's his name. Did, and, uh, did you put him down, Scott? No, he died. Death, he died himself. Not long after that, he was barely moving when I found him, and he and he just was he'd eaten he'd eaten himself to death. Right. And, I made uh, a horrible choice. Brad Pitt came. <laughs> I chose poorly. So they chose very poorly. And by the end, I was out of gerbil. That was a whole thing just gone. It was a massacre. It was awful. So anyway, I'm don't ever raising gerbils again. Don't sand your drywall by open gerbil cages. Is all I'm saying. There's the lesson mm. in that. All right. <laughs> Glad we got to go down there. <laughs> you road. think it all started out innocent? Like it's like, oh, you got a little drywall on you. Let me lick it off. Oh, very kind of tasty. I don't know. Maybe like what is in that that would make these gerbils go crazy? No one's ever been able to explain this to me, and I've never found. An we should we should test it now. Let's let's get some gerbils. Yeah, and they were the most docile. Like this is like their fourth brood or something. Like they weren't. I call them brood. I don't know if that's actually what you call them bunch of baby gerbil litter whatever litter litter yeah yeah they they were fine they just there was no reason for his name was shadow and because because he was all black fur with a little bit of white on his belly but there's no reason shadow should have eaten all those gerbils I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad it was kind of shocking and i think that's when i quit i was like i'm not doing that again that was awful out <laughs> i was kind of close to that at least the parents i was close and he ate his wife too so she was like half half a corpse just laying there with a tail and back feet and the upper half was like consumed by shadow and all these little bits. Oh, it was awful. Like, if you think about it in human terms, this would have been the worst massacre in the history of man. It would have been terrible. Right. Oh, here's take, here's some tips for uh, here's some tips for taking care of gerbils. Uh, first, uh, don't try and dry them off in the microwave. That's a good idea. Oh, gee. yeah. Yeah. Okay. I found I found a website that teaches you how to prevent gerbils from doing cannibalism. Oh, 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 oh wait. That sounds like a. The investigation just got a big uh, lead. What happened? Cold case. I mean, <laughs> oh God. This needs to be its own movie. Yeah. Wait, what does it say? Is there a tip? Okay, so how, okay, so how we're going to prevent gerbils from being cannibals. So uh, reduce environmental, prevent housing too many adults together. Mm-hmm. Overcrowding okay. causes cannibalism. Okay. Uh, don't handle the young if they're less than 10 days old. Uh, the hmm. human handling the young means the young becomes food for the others. I always thought that uh, meant that just, would make him sick. I, we never did that for different reasons, but that's interesting. Okay, keep going. Uh, don't leave the father in the cage oh, more than really one week after the babies are born. Oh, well, this is well. This is well after that. Um, yep. Maybe that was it. There's your, there's your so, answer. <laughs> other things that cause cannibalism: inadequate nesting material, inappropriate litter size. So that's like too many babies i guess they eat the uh, they eat them yeah um uh, my favorite lack of privacy scott oh man. right you gotta give the gerbils some privacy well, they had little cave it's, things and I, like runners i and guess stuff. the question is what were you doing right is really <laughs> the question i don't know now now i'm starting to question everything because i thought it was that dust maybe it was never the dust maybe it was just <laughs> lucky just timing the- I don't know what happened. I'm blaming it on the dust. <laughs> and the funny thing is, previous to this, every year I'd lose one or two because they'd get out somehow. One of them would chew through a thing and get out or whatever. Um, and they'd always end up in like an air vent. And then you wouldn't know until July that they were there because the uh, whole house would smell uh, like a dead rodent. Uh, my parents, I don't know how my parents put up with that. That's crazy. Now that right. I think about it. 
So f- four-legged freaks coming uh, yep. this fall. Yep. Gerbil, journal, gerbil cannibalism is real. Yep. Ger- uh, gerbilism. Gerbilism. There you go. Let the cannibalism uh, begin. Let's uh, let's do. You guys want to do clips? I have a bunch of clips. Let's. Totally oh, you you clips. have to have some clips. Yeah, I do. Uh, like this guy talked about uh, earlier by Ibit or by sorry Dunaway brought this guy up, but here he is. I see dead people. I see dead people. He loves that movie. I hear Parrot, who is not really a parrot and probably a guy. Yes. I see dead people. That's not a parrot. Why not record a parrot? It's not that difficult. <laughs> I, uh, freaking parakeets <laughs> can be taught to say things yeah, like this. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, but it takes forever. I mean, they, they need a movie now. Yeah. They can't wait for somebody to... Uh... <laughs> a movie now. Yeah. Unless you, have one, unless you have one that just does stuff on command, and I don't know if there is such a thing. I, I think you have to train them. I'm just saying everybody who has a talking bird could knows that you could just put something on a loop and the bird will start yeah. saying. I, I'm just saying you're making a multi-million dollar film. Put some effort. That's yeah. What I'm saying. Yeah. Hmm. And like Randy's right, though. You put him a kid. If you put a sound loop of I see dead people probably for a day and the birds in the room the whole time, you should mm-hmm. repeat yep, it. Right. And then you only need to record it once and then just repeat it back. But. Anyway, it's annoying. I see dead people. Because that's a guy going, I see dead yeah. people. Yeah. I like, see dead people. <laughs> here is a very young black widow, Scarlett Johansson. Here you go. Oh, come on. Give him a break. Get in the truck, Ashley. Mom. Now. Okay, now I, I isolated this. Mom. Because it sounds funny. Mom. Mom. Like, right. Mom. I didn't realize what, was, what a deep voice she had oh, for she's such a young person. Very yeah. deep voice, mm-hmm. yeah. It fits her now, but. In this movie, it was kind of odd. I was like, oh. People don't talk enough about how, um, because it's a big blockbuster Marvel movie, how good she was in Endgame. She she was really good. Oh, yeah. Like her whole scene where she's eating the peanut butter sandwich and talking to Captain America and and had just turned off the uh, 3D Skype with all her friends or whatever. She was talking about what to do. She was just, that was really good. Like uh, some of the best acting the MCU's had. She was. Mm-hmm. Great in that movie. Um, all right. Let's see. I don't like... Oh, here's a, a jacked up mom sound. I don't know what that is, but I wrote jacked up mom sound. Mom. Oh, it's that. It's that again. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Scott. All right. I'm glad you make notes. Yeah, I because, do. Because like, that, they're so useful. They really are useful. Uh, like this one. Uh, I don't like the sound of them running. That freaks me out. I don't like that. Yeah, their their running was creepy. That's funny. It's like a guy tapping on a on a pile of paper bags with a wooden mallet or something. There was another one that was like the sound of you yanking on your cheek. Yeah, yeah. You know that sound? That oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That sound, <laughs> which I'll, which is usually used to indicate something else. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, sure. I will give I will give them credit for uh, going all out and and really creating new sounds because it'd be so easy just you know use stock sounds for this kind of stuff. Yeah, sure. It, it sounds like they went all out. Um, here's, what's this? Oh, I don't know what this is. My notes are bad. All right, whatever this is, here it is. Wait, wait, this is a town meeting, not the WWF. Oh, it's a WWF uh, reference. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. which is no longer yeah. the WWF. It was, uh, this was a minute before they became the WWE. This movie and that changeover <laughs> came out at the same time. The movie was made right. a few months before the changeover. Yeah, you're right about that. Uh, let's see. Get furry cat ass out of here. Get your furry cat ass <laughs> out of there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then this bit was funny. I just, you know, I, I, I have an intolerance to dairy. 
I'm just a little bit mucusy right now. <laughs> Pete, the best thing in the film. Yeah, Pete was yeah. Pete was pretty good. Uh, you know who that would have been now? Mm. Uh, nowadays is the the guy from Bless This Mess. Uh, the oh neighbor, yeah, oh, damn it, what's his name? Oh yeah, my damn it, brain, what's his name? my brain just that's, failed. That's perfect. He also played in the Goldbergs. Uh, he's the neighbor oh. in that as well. Oh, By David Keckner. Yes, yeah, yeah, Keckner, yeah. Keckner would have been that. Yeah, totally. If, if, yeah. It's a good show, by the way. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that was good. Which one? The Goldbergs? The Goldbergs uh, is that, great. And also Bless This Mess. Oh. oh, I have not seen Bless This Mess. I haven't either. It's, it's, not, it's not like great, but it's good. It's good. Uh, here is, uh, let's see. Where is it? Oh, this is uh, Scarlett Johansson being kind of rude, being very rude. Here it is. I'm not going to get pregnant at 16. I'm not going to stay here for the rest of my life and be like a trailer trash sheriff. Jeez. Wow. Whoa. Wow. That last that last Ouch. bit, though. Ooh. Yeah. Ouch. I wouldn't call she it. could have just said trailer trash and it would have been fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sheriff. It was very specific at that point. Some washed up MTV X wannabe <laughs> sliders cast off <laughs> replacement actress. Oh, sliders. I love sliders. Both the food and the uh, show. <laughs> all right here is uh here is the here's a for some sliders. this is a this is a poo script and here's how i know well that seems awful big to be a spider leg yeah that's the problem but nobody's gonna believe me believe what do you really want to know try me yeah uh, it's just bad yeah and it's i was i think so much of it is uh arquette's delivery he's this is why he isn't a thing, or why he wasn't a big thing. Right, right. Uh, uh, they tried to make him a thing with this movie, and he wasn't he, a thing. Didn't work. Yeah. He was he was almost a thing, but not quite. Oh, he was always Agreed. just about there, sure. Yeah. Right. And he married but it was one of the of stuff like uh, wasn't he in the Scream movies or a couple of them anyway? And mm-hmm. yeah, his sisters. Yeah, he's not a bad actor. Like he's okay. not. It, it's just mm-hmm. this is his his like. His his cruising altitude, these these kinds of movies, yeah, right, which is why why we're thinking about like the Tremors movies or what have you. Like he could be in that, and he would do fine. The, Ready uh, to Rumble is a much better David Arquette film. Ready to Rumble, oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah I think so yeah. yeah. He's also where he's, where he's uh, trying to get the wrestling. His, so we can't watch that. He, he's that. one of those families that, where the sisters, the, his siblings are just better than he is. <laughs> right, like he's the Stephen Baldwin. He's the. He's, he's not. He's not bad. He's just. He's just David Arquette. He's the. He's the third Hemsworth brother. It's just fine, you know. Let let Liam and and uh, Chris Hemsworth have all the glory. You be you be Chucklehead Hemsworth and be in uh, Westworld or wherever he's at right now. It's fine. It's not a problem. Is there is there anything charming about David Arquette? I feel like he's yes. Oh no. my gosh, it's yes. Charming. I, that's probably how I would classify him. Is more I'd, I'd have to be uh, I'd have to be into dudes to tell you that because I don't find him very charming. I think he's just kind of there. Oh, I think he I, he absolutely yeah. is. Like he he has to carry the movie. He's a, little, Eddie, yeah, he's he's a, a he's fine job. He's yeah. your gosh golly go you know oh shucks kind of guy. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah, right. It's all right. All right. This is tropey as hell. I wrote going off to get wasted, have a wild orgy, and uh, I might steal a car. You want one, Brett? I'm on the phone. Go have some fun. I'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> What is there? I I didn't I didn't feel like I could go back and watch this movie again. But I never understood. Was Brett and Wade? Was that father son or father stepson? Couldn't Did figure that really out ever. I think say, it's just living in the basement or some shit. It, they never really explained it. 
Because he wasn't his dad, I don't think. I don't think they, he, was, he kept calling him Wade, but I wasn't sure if that was just a way of saying, oh, their relationship's not close and he doesn't call his father father. He calls him Wade, but like maybe yeah, it's, it's meant like, to be more like a like, stepfather thing. It's like Bart calling his dad Homer, that kind of thing. Right. Just, was it by, Go ahead. I just thought that was his dad. He lives he lives with his dad. That's what He's I assume. About 17, mm. you know, like just like uh Scarjo, I can't remember her name. Uh, yeah, like he's, you know, he's on the cusp of moving out, and it just right. seemed like the same story in a different household. Yeah, his his friends were dicks, by the way. The kids, mm-hmm. friends. Oh, but they're all yeah. dead now, so yeah. it doesn't matter. Right. No. <laughs> That's true. That was a trope, a big trope of "Don't believe me that there's danger coming" means you're gonna die right, right. now. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Uh, how about here's the fa- here's the best lines ever right here. The probe, the anal probe. Yeah, let's talk about the pro. Let's talk about the anal pro. Man, he really wanted to talk about the anal pro. <laughs> yeah. It's all about the pro. It, the pro. It, the pro. It, the pro. The anal pro. That was pro. about the Yeah. That made me laugh a little bit. <laughs> it made me laugh a lot. I thought it was funny. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, the animals are leaving. Ostriches, cats, and dogs disappearing all over town. Yeah. And then this lady you said something. Beat. This lady said something very funny on the 911 call. Sir, last time I checked, cats and dogs are not fish. That's a great line. Cats yeah. and dogs are not fish. He called the fish and game department. Sad that she had to check, though. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was a little bit of a bummer. Uh, here's another one. Whoa, that thing is huge! By the way, that kid is from... Uh, he was young Matt Murdock in the uh, in that kind of bad... Oh, um, oh Daredevil. Daredevil movie. The, yeah. the Ben like one. Yeah. I- yeah. He he wasn't he did, wasn't that young though. I remember talking about like they they had flashed back to some age and he seemed way over the age. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Anyway, I don't, right. yeah. Anyway, That's I liked it. Uh, how about this breakfast in bed? You know how all women like breakfast in bed. Yeah. Oh, how, don't get me started. How do how do you know that? What does that mean? I think I think it's one of those kind of those statements like. Well, all women love breakfast in bed, but so do all men. Kid, Pretty much everybody kid, loves all breakfast. In the kid bed. is repeating something that the spider guy said earlier. Right. Like, like Pre- they're walking around looking at spiders, and the spider guy says to the kid, you know how women love breakfast in bed. I'm mm-hmm. like, how would the kid know that? Yeah, The wouldn't. kid shouldn't know that. He wouldn't know that. Right. Right. He wouldn't know that unless, though, you know, Tom Noonan told him. And how would Tom Noonan know that? Yeah. Come on. Right. <laughs> and maybe, maybe, that, maybe, that was the, maybe that was the point. You Maybe. Know, bad yeah. advice. Fair point. Advice. Uh, what BS is this I wrote? Giant spiders. What the hell kind of bullshit is that? Oh, yeah. I put that at the top of the show. Forgot. Uh, here's... Cut out the... Oh, go cut ahead. Out the start, w- starting with the word what, if you cut that out, you have a great reaction sound. Let's see. Giant spiders. What the hell kind of bullshit is that? Oh, yeah. That's not bad. You use that for something. That's real good. Uh, here's the comic sounds of the dumb spiders. <laughs> Gremlins, yeah, very, very Gremlins. Exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, yeah I don't like it. Um, someone's getting nervous. You're making me nervous. All right. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite. You gotta save that one. Yeah, that was good. You're making me nervous. Uh, let's see. <laughs> and then I wrote, "I hate this." What exactly is it? Spider Man. Oh yeah, that was the Spider Man oh, joke. Yeah. They, they did that a couple so of times. Of things. Yeah. Right. Stupid. All right. Uh, she called it Spidey once. Wait, I called oh, one, of the, one of them Spidey. Yeah, called them Spidey. Hey, uh, did you guys notice the Doritos bags? Like product placement a couple of times. And I was amazed at how old 2002 Doritos yeah. bags look. 
They look very <laughs> retro. It's we finally reached the point, by the way, where like uh, late '90s cars that were in a 2002 movie all look really old. Mm-hmm. Right. You're right about that. Uh, I don't know why, but that's a weird thing to notice. I guess we're just pulling far enough away from that time that it's starting to feel that way. Yeah. He had a cool truck though. That truck was cool. Yeah, I, I that's kind of a trope to me. It's always like some poor hillbilly hick has a really wicked cool vehicle. Yeah, and it was not only it was and old, but it was like refurbished, you know, uh, what do you call right. restored or whatever. It was that's a beautiful truck. I would drive that truck. Yeah, yeah. Here is uh um uh this. <laughs> It's the film sack checklist. Never trust the guy who addicted everyone to nuke to manage your spiders. Yeah, yeah. Uh, too many pets in peril. Check. And finally, spiders have a taste for ostriches. Hmm. Check. Hmm. Never had an yeah, ostrich thing with ostriches. The trap. Do- the the massive trapdoor spiders are are having the best meal. Oh, they're into it, man. They're into it. I've never had ostrich, but I would I would do it if someone gave me some. Tastes tastes like chicken. Does it? Like a big chicken? I don't know. Actually, I've never had ostrich either. But <laughs> probably does, though. It's like just big birds. Anyway, uh, track connection. We got Leon Rippy. He played Wade uh, in... Uh, so he played LQ Sonny Clemens in the first season episode of The Neutral Zone in 1988. That is the uh, original... T- or in TNG. All the way uh, there's to a, The Neutral Zone. There's a 10-second clip of him, apparently. Um, Daryl sent. Let me see if I can play this. It's very short. Here we go. Why don't you come back later on? You and me will find us a couple of low mileage pit wolfies and help them build a memory. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a little quiet, but that's the guy. That's your dude. Yeah. He's in uh he's Deadwood too. He's in the the uh the TV series. Is he in the movie too? So you just finished? Yes. Oh good. If I'm he's still yes. around? Great. All right. It says he's still around. It says he's alive, but uh mm-hmm. who knew? Yep. Uh, soundtrack grade, we give a. I give it an S for sufficient for the material. It's fine. I I was curious about this music. I was wondering if uh, Randy or if it had something to say about it. I I felt like the music was from the '90s. It didn't feel like music from the t- early 2000s. It I felt like I, it was a little older. I always feel like the '90s starts in like '92, '93, and right. it ends in 2003. So. Hmm. That's uh, that that tracks for me. Okay. Uh. Well. All right then. I like things that track. Let's... I mean, for music, for music, yeah, like popular music and the the way music sounds. Mm. That decade is shifted back a couple years. Sure. Uh. Speaking of shifting back, let's shift back to 280 characters or less with a Twitter post. That's what we do every week, and we start this week with Randy. Eight-legged freaks, the movie that completely fails to answer the question, why not just leave town? Everyone has like three vehicles parked out front. Every main person in this movie doesn't leave town and then spends the night coming together just like a Saturday night at Ebbets' house. Yes. <laughs> yes. I didn't even see that coming. That was a surprise. Yeah. That was right there. I didn't either. That's weird. But there, but there it was, and it was perfect. Yeah. Uh, Dun- sorry, Dunaway. Yeah, Randy uh, D- Dunaway. Hey, legged freaks. Like sucking on a hose full of radioactive spiders. <laughs> Pass me those Doritos. <laughs> Gross. I could never, I can't siphon gas. Like people do that stuff. I can't. No oh, one's, I ain't no. sucking on no hose ever. Forget it. I ain't oh. sucking on no hose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. Eight legged freaks. Man, if the spiders in my house saw me watching this, they'd be all like, 
<laughs> Did you write that out? That's I wrote great. I wrote in uh uh open and close greater than less than symbol three stages okay. noises. That's fantastic. <laughs> nice job. Better. Uh, we did we, no, we didn't uh, talk about uh what? Norman and his giant glasses. We didn't talk about that. Norman. The, uh, Oh, Norman, yeah, Norman, the, 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 the janitor guy. Oh, oh, well, he was not that notable, other than the glasses, I guess. <laughs> right. Um, did the old guy, the barber Floyd guy, died? Right? Didn't he end up getting? Yeah, his? barber. He he was running. He was hiding in the changing room while everybody else was getting murdered. Then yeah, he, he right. kind of popped out later and got pitchfork. Can't believe it. Yeah, yeah. Freaking Floyd. Floyd. That's so dumb. Um. All right. Alternate title. Ooh, look at this just handed to me it's uh was almost called eight naked greeks <laughs> wow. whole but, different movie yeah and then Terrifying. uh also almost called friendly neighborhood spider clan get it because there's a whole bunch of spiders <laughs> see uh we got a call this week instead of an email and this comes to us from andreas here it is hi there uh this is andreas the greek from seattle i've got a message for film sack so i thought it was interesting that rachel mccadden uh, has played, has played the, the wife of a time traveler in three different movies. One in the time traveler's wife, um, two in about time, but also she has played in another movie with, uh, Owen Wilson called Midnight in Paris. And, uh, she's the wife of Owen Wilson and he travels in Paris through time. So I just thought this was interesting. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome I mean, his timing is unfortunate right after the eight na- naked greeks uh yeah i didn't mean to do that title. actually that was not intentional but uh, i know i know he's the ninth uh, fully that's dressed interesting one. so she's always I've playing never the time seen, traveler's wife yeah. right i've never seen midnight in paris i've seen the other two mm-hmm. i've never it's seen i don't think i've seen any of those actually mm, time traveler's wife is really oh it's just one of those that's depressing the, movies is that, that the eric banna one do I have that right? Or no, 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 no. The Australian guy, um, uh, guy, guy, not Richie, guy, uh, Fo- F- F- not Fox. Oh, Guy Pierce. Yes, guy yeah, Pierce. Yeah, Guy Fox. That's it. The guy Fox. <laughs> He's just a mask. Um, no, no. Time Traveler's wife is Eric Bana. Oh, it is Eric Bana. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, Guy Pierce was the Time Machine. Oh, okay. You get my time movies mixed up. I knew there was something in there. Uh, thank you for the call, Andreas. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, it's super simple, 801-471-0462, or you can leave us an uh, email. Regular old email is fine, filmsack at gmail.com. Our movie next week will be, Randy, do the honors. Oh, we're going to watch AI, guys. Whoa! <gasps> AI, the extra terrestrial. Yep. I think it was uh, kind of the end of the, it was in the, the last major movie for the kid before he got weird looking. <laughs> oh, yeah, Haley, Haley Joel, Joel Osment. Yeah, pay it forward. He, 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 he didn't that. get weird. He just finally grew up. He well, no I'm, longer like a kid. Well, he, yeah, that's what I mean. He just started looking weird. Well, I mean, sorry, <laughs> looking older. But I like I <laughs> we said, all I was weird during puberty. I just right? saw him in that Ted Bundy movie, and he was good. Um, and so it's cool to see him working. But uh, anyway, he it was like the the pinnacle of, though of that. Like here's this child actor who's in everything. And I think AI but was for kind a of while the, there as he you know in his awkward teenage years his. Uh, face stayed the same size but his head grew yeah still true by the way still true it's a oh, little, really? it almost looks like a it's like a snapchat filter he's got this little tiny face <laughs> inside of this giant What's head anyway. and this is the last movie uh <laughs> <It> totally does <laughs> right yeah 
This is the last movie effort of Stanley Kubrick, right? Yep. Wasn't uh, didn't he work with? Yep. Right, that so was the Kubrick collaboration at the start of this. Right. Yep. Uh, Kubrick, you know, is slated to make this movie, and then he uh, ages out and dies, and so it has to be sort of completed without him. But it's really more like made with him having just started it. Yeah, right. This is all correct. We'll get into all those nitty gritties because there's some interesting. Uh, Stuff Which all leads Steven Spielberg to Minority Report. Yep. So yep. I got things to say. That's true. That was his very next film after this. So are we um, gonna are we gonna hurt Brian Dunaway this this one? No, he like he wants to see this, don't you? Dunaway? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh I yeah. AI is a is an interesting film. Yeah. <laughs> There's stuff to I have say. I have I have love hate for this film. Lot, so, I have a lot to say about it. And it's been a long time too, so also it'll be fun to catch up with it and remind myself of the things I liked and didn't like, because there was a lot of things I liked at the time. I think uh, Jude Law as, a, as an android was a really brilliant mm-hmm. thing. There's a lot to like, but there's also a lot of weird shit mm-hmm. and decisions, yeah. especially in yeah. the end. And it's got like eight endings, as you guys mentioned before. So. <laughs> was, yeah. wait, was Sheriff Wade in AI? Was, wasn't he the... Maybe. Oh, we're going to find out next week, though. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I, yeah don't dig too that. deep, Dunaway. Jeez, you're going to hit Morocco. You're going to go to China. <laughs> Uh, we'll find that out next week. Hey, a reminder to folks that we have a Discord where people hang out and talk about films and recommend movies to us for us to watch, that sort of stuff. We have a spoiler room and everything. And I don't mention it on the show enough, and I really should. So if you want to get to that thing, just go over to filmsack.com, and there's a permanent link to it. You just click it. It'll bring you into Discord. You can use that on the web, on the app, on your desktop. If you've got a Mac or a PC, it doesn't matter. Or if you want to use it on your phone, Discord's everywhere. So go be a part of that group and uh, check it out. Again, that's at filmsack.com. Lots of good stuff happening there. Also, email us. I mentioned that earlier. Filmsack at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at Filmsack. That's going to do it for us. For me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Making me nervous. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. I see dead people. Okay. I see dead people. Okay. All right. Okay.